You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. How do you know what's the right course to create for your business? Hi, I'm Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food, of course. And today we're talking about how you know uh, what you should create a course on. So I work with a lot of people who are enthusiastic and full of ideas. And that means that actually creating a course is a little bit hard because it means you've got to pick a subject matter. So if you're anything like me, you actually like talking about lots of different subjects. So I like talking to my clients, obviously about course creation, but I love the strategy behind it. I love talking about audience building. I'm talking about social media. There's all these other aspects of things that I talk about. So there are lots of things that I'm quite passionate about. And maybe you're in the same boat. Maybe you have lots of ideas or you're known for lots of things and you just don't know where to start. So last at the end of last year, I asked in the Facebook group what people wanted to learn more about in the podcast. And this beautiful question came up, which is, how do you know that uh, what's the right first course to create for your business when you're ready? It came from someone who was in the same position. They had lots of ideas, lots of course and content ideas, and they just didn't know which one to start with. Today, I'm going to give you a couple of questions that you can ask yourself or a couple of warning signs that you can look for to look for what might be uh, the best one to start with. At the end of the day, though, I'm going to say at some point, you've just got to pick. <laughs> you've got to pick one and get going. So let's have a quick chat. One of the things you could look for is that it's something that you're really known for. So if even if you cover lots of subjects, let's say you blog about lots of different things or you're a guest for lots of different things, is there something that you're consistently known for, something that people ask you for, they refer you for? Like, what is that thing that you're known for? Because that's probably a good place to start. If you're already known in your industry, to your audience, for a certain thing, then that's, that's where I'd start. The other thing you can look for is something that your audience is already asking for. So it is if you teach a broad spectrum of different things or you write about a broad spectrum of different things, but there's something that people are engaging with more. Perhaps they're asking more questions when you talk about it on social media. Perhaps you get more replies when you send an email newsletter about it. Um, perhaps you see more questions come up in other Facebook groups about it. People are just asking lots of information about it. Then that might be a good thing to build. As an example, I was talking to a lady who's building an e-commerce course and we were talking about also different things like suppliers and wholesalers and how to check stock and, and all these sorts of things. But I prompted her to think about including things like shipping as well. Because I constantly in Facebook groups see people asking about, you know, who's your best courier? How do you ship? How do you um, how do you work out how much it's going to cost and charge the right shipping? All of those sorts of questions come up time and time and time and time again inside Facebook groups. And so people are looking for that information and it'd be the same with your audience. Like what are they asking for? What do they want to know? You could look for something that's trending or where there's an influx of information on something. So obviously at the beginning of the pandemic last year, um, it became really popular to run courses on pivoting, how to pivot your business during a pandemic. And there was this sort of trend or influx right at the beginning there where everyone was panicking to go, it's okay, here you go, I've got a course that shows you how. And while I don't always advocate for following trends, it's risky. It means that you've got to be in the right place at the right time to ride the wave. And if you get it right, it works really, really well. But if you miss the wave, it doesn't work so well. Like I said, it can work well. So if you see something coming up, if you see something beginning to trend in your industry, you see something that's beginning to come really fashionable, then maybe it is time to make a course on that because you know that people are asking for it. 
I had a friend who used to make courses for cake decorating and that was one of the things that we looked for was trends in decorating. Um, so for a while it was marble effect or glass finish or those sorts of things and and that's what everyone was asking for or wanted to know how to do and so that's what she created her courses around was the latest trending effect in um, decorating cakes. If it's none of those things then I suggest that you start to look for what is the logical process or progress for something else that you already offer. So if you don't want to follow a trend, if your audience isn't really asking you, you don't think they're asking, um, or you're not known for just one thing, then I would think about your other services and think about something else you offer and think about where your course fits as a logical progression inside that. So if you want to drive people towards uh, your coaching or your done-for-you services, then it would be logical to build a course at some kind of pre-work, something that goes before the service, service something they can do themselves at the beginning that warms them up as a pre-warmed client as part of your service arrangement. So what you want to do then is use your course as part of your business strategy, as part of your funnel, and really think about where it fits. So if you want to do high-end done-for-you services, then it makes sense to have a lower-end, low-touch course as part of that progression to warm them up. How do you know what's the right first course to create? Well, there isn't one clear answer, but maybe it's something you're known for. Maybe it's something your audience is asking for. Maybe there's a trend or maybe it's part of a logical progression for something you already offer. So your action step, because you can't build a course by listening to me talk about courses, at some point you have to go away and do something. Really think today about what the course is that you're building and does it fit some of those things we've just spoken about? Is it something that you're well known for? Is it something your audience is already asking for? Is there a trend or an influx of people asking for this information in general out in the marketplace? And this one's really important, which I think a lot of people skip over, but is there a logical progression to other things in your business? Does it actually fit your other business model, your services, your products? Where does it belong? Um, Are you just building a course because someone told you you should, right? So really think about where it fits in your business model. And that's my suggestion for today is stop and have a think about if you're building the right course, but no matter what course you're building, does it fit inside everything that you're offering? Does it fit inside your business model? Um, Because at the end of the day, otherwise you're going to end up with something that just doesn't work for you. And because of that, it just won't work for your audience either. Okay. It's time for all of those podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, share it with your friends or just tell random people about it. Stop them in the street. Okay, don't stop them in the street. But please do share it with your friends, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you get access to all of the future episodes. And better still, leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold. So I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments and leave a review with your thoughts and takeaways from this podcast episode. Lastly, why not come over and join my free Facebook group? Simply search content into courses inside Facebook. There's some good interaction that happens on over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer all of your questions and to give some live tips and tricks. And you get to learn from other course creators about all the things you can do to grow your course and your audience. That's it for this time. But as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.